All right, excellent. Uh, Rhonda Silva, Vice Chair, acting as chair. Uh, call this uh, Thousand County Commission Communications Commission meeting, February 26, 2024, uh, to order. First um, meeting agenda. Uh, I had a couple of additions I wanted to put on here. Namely, this is our first meeting of the calendar year, which is normally our annual meeting where we uh, do uh, leadership elections. So right. we have to decide chair, vice chair, and secretary. Um, and then also uh, we set our calendar agenda for the year. So these are two things I'd like to insert uh, at the top of the agenda if there's no objection. Seeing none from Mr. Table, then agenda is so adopted. Unless there are additional changes, anybody else? Agenda bashing? No. Good. Then uh, first order of business then is the election of officers. We have uh, any nominations from the floor for chair. I'll nominate Ron De Silver as chair. I'll second. Okay. I accept the nomination, I guess. <laughs> Willingly um, happy to serve. So uh, it's been moved and seconded to. Uh, could, we have, could we have Mr. Stone just chime in as well as a, sure. as a voting member? Oh, I was about to just draw a quick um, uh, vote from the, from the floor. So moved and seconded that um, uh, I sit as chair for the 2024 session. Um, any discussion on that? No? All in favor, raise your hand, say aye. Aye. It's unanimous. Uh, thanks, I think. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> um, we uh, now into the uh, vice chair. I nominate uh, Jason as a uh, vice chair. Seconded. Seconded by Aaron. Uh, any discussion? I'm honored to be nominated, and while I uh, don't know that I have the time to commit to uh, fully fulfill the duties of the chair, I'm very happy to assist uh, Ron, making sure that we have a productive year ahead. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, all in favor say aye. 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 Any objection, abstentions? It's unanimous. And lastly, uh, I nominate uh, Aaron to be secretary. Seconded. Okay. <laughs> so all in favor say aye. 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 Objections, abstentions, none. It is also unanimous. There. Uh, on to the next order of business was uh, determination of our calendar for the year. Um, I have a request for discussion. Uh, generally, Mondays tend to be challenges for me. I'm wondering if there's a Tuesday or Thursday option that potentially could work. For some so staff, we move from Tuesdays because school board meetings are Tuesdays. Yeah, so Tuesdays, Tuesdays and Thursdays would also be the board of supervisor meetings where they would do uh, business, and then board sessions. So there was a reason why it was on Monday. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't remember the reason. That's why I thought I'd throw it out for discussion. Is Wednesday yeah. better for you? No, Wednesday is the same as Monday, so it doesn't matter. Thursday for me, Thursdays would be easier. Yeah. Uh, there's less committee uh, from the school uh, school side, so. 
if we did want to move it from Mondays, it would be it basically it would be a Monday or a Thursday for me to be a consistent. I'm also content with a Thursday. Thursday. And though it conflicts with uh, the Board of Supervisors, we can move individual meetings as needed if we're going if to, we need to align with them. Yeah. yeah. We also are still allowed two virtual meetings in here. Three. Three. Two or, I'm sorry, I missed that. Two or three what? Virtual meetings out of here. So if there is a major conflict, we could have a virtual meeting. That's a very good point. So Thursday, 7 o'clock here. Uh, any challenges from staff on that? That uh, what we had previously mentioned as far as Thursdays, try to work around that. The other thing is now we're into the new year. So we make the reservations for these rooms, you know, in December of the previous year. I don't know if we can get the room on Thursdays at seven. Okay. If that's available, you know, we'll, we'll follow through and update the uh, commissioners. Excellent. Well, we have at least a, a day and a time um, location is TBD. Sure. Preferably Monday for me, but I can rearrange to do it Thursday. Well, let's let's provisionally say. Uh, so we were doing, I think, the third Monday of the month, right? Fourth Monday. Fourth, fourth Monday. Monday of the month? Yeah. Do we want to stick with the fourth Thursday of the month? That's fine for me. At 7 o'clock. So provisionally, that'll be our calendar for the year, and we'll, um, we'll reaffirm it once we hear back from staff on room availability um, and adjust if we need to. So, good. Is that I mean you mentioned Craig the challenge or um it's just uh you know I'll adjust. Well, appreciate it. Okay. It's still predetermined though on getting a room. So, <laughs> so we'll see if we can work it all out. Yeah, but we need a rest library. So we have to bring our own AV with us. Fun. Okay, next item of business was uh Commissioner Chuckers. Chief, I'm Robin De Silva. Uh, I guess I'll start the intros. Um, and we've been on the commission together, so this is really for your benefit. Um, I've worked in the telecom sector for years. Uh, started volunteering on the commission uh, two or three years ago. This is twenty four. It's probably my fourth year now, or something like that. I would guess. Um, uh, specifically with background in the, in the uh, cable TV space, um, but also know all the other telecom stuff. And broadband's been a huge initiative for the county, especially the western part of the county in the last couple of years. So excited to see the success happening there. Um, and uh, I live in uh, now in the uh, Broad Run District, <laughs> but I live in this little corner that was carved up in our last census. And uh, uh, Matt Letourneau used to be um, super, my supervisor in the Dulles District has uh, graciously accepted me to represent uh, the commission for the Dulles District, unless somebody else stands up. and. And decides to run that, you know, so, but I technically don't even live in the Dulles district. Anyway. I'm Jason Kennedy in the Sterling district. Uh, I'm an army vet. I'm a computer systems engineer. Um, I'm an FCC certified technician, very familiar with a lot of RF stuff. Uh, this is the start of my 3rd term and ninth year on the communications commission. Mayor Smith, I'm in the Loudoun County, so there's nine plus one, so I get to be the school board representative. Um, I probably eight or ten years. I don't know. It's been uh, um, so I've been with LCS for 24 years. Um, so 
long history. I was an LCPS graduate as well, so I'm a county resident from way back in the day. Wow. Um, so been here a long time um, and very familiar with everything. I grew up in Western Loudoun, so I know the challenges that Western Loudoun felt. I felt that when I couldn't watch cable when I was a kid and all my friends that I went to middle school with could, but I had four or five, seven. So um, familiar with from that aspect, all the way through what we're using in education, it's less about cable TV than it was, I think, when we were originally added, but driving things like making sure student connectivity Western Mount Natty, we felt that with like COVID, like just places where you just don't have solutions for, for internet. So not that that's a direct correlation, but this many kind of doubts into that stuff. So yeah, secretary, so I'll be taking notes on action items and try to set them out after. So. Hi, Greg, I'm Chris Mullen, broadband manager. As you mentioned previously, I'm with the DIT and I'm part of the staff group that actually supports these sessions. So. Thanks for volunteering to join the commission, and I look forward to working with you this year. Awesome. Dave, remote? Yeah, let me uh, go ahead and pop the screen up here, and we can let those that have joined us uh, remotely introduce themselves. Well, let me ask Dave to introduce himself. The rest of the, the team, I think, will hit when we get through the agenda. <clears throat> Good evening, guys. Um, I'm a bit under the weather, so I'm not going to go on camera uh, and let you see this. but. Uh, my name is Dave Frederick. I am uh, one of the assistant directors within DIT. I have been part of Loudoun for um, over three years now. Um, actually, it's four years now. And serving as the liaison for the last three. Um, so I am staff liaison for the county. If any of the super, or, uh, commissioners or supervisors have questions, usually filter through me. Uh, to be able to get and work on answers and responses. Um, my boss is on the call. His name is John Bayless. And if he could just do a quick introduction. John. Dave, thanks. Yeah, hey, this is John Bayless. I'm the CIO for the county. I've been uh, uh, with the county now going on my third year and um, spent my whole career in, uh, in local government and, uh, you know, it's uh it's an honor to be here and we'll do our best to to serve the the commission and as i said dave's been doing this with chris now for a number of years so appreciate it anybody else on from staff uh, neil yep neil shelton assistant director for infrastructure i work closely with dave and uh chris and john and i look forward to a, a very productive year uh, thank you Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for your support. And then for um, our uh, providers, we'll we'll come to you when we hit you on the agenda. You can provide an intro then. So there's a roundtable for your break once you reciprocate and share. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody got a copy of my resume or qualifications, but name is Greg Stone, brand new here to the Communications Commission. Um, I just wrapped up eight and a half years on the Southern Walk at Broadlands HOA, where I was the uh, treasurer, vice president, and president uh, in that uh, eight and a half years. Uh, probably the uh, penultimate accomplishment that uh, I had major contributions to was uh, peacefully transitioning the uh, contract service in Southern Walk at Broadlands from Open Band to Verizon. I was uh, oversaw all the 
community, engineering, construction, uh, communication with the residents, trouble resolution when uh, things didn't go uh, as well with construction on private property. Uh, in my day job, I'm a program manager with the Defense Department. I have advanced degrees in systems engineering and geography, and um, I'm excited to be part of the commission. I'm glad to have you here. Yeah, welcome. Excellent. So, next order of business. Uh, yes, is there still sure. one? Chairman, Chair uh, Silva, rolls right off the tongue. Could we please um, go back and just approve the November minutes? That was nice, Steve. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, draft minutes for the last meeting of the commission was November 23. Were sent out via email. Did anybody not see them? Any adjustments, changes, updates to the minutes? No. Move to approve the minutes. So moved. Second. And second. Uh, all in favor of uh, adopting the minutes as drafted? Say aye. 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 Nays. Abstentions. It's unanimous. The November 23, uh, November 2023 meeting minutes are adopted. I hear Dave saying something. Is that Dave? Yes, it is. I'm sorry. We just want to show that uh, Mr. Stone would have to abstain since he wasn't part of the meeting to be able to approve those uh, minutes. Okay, change my vote to abstain. I just wanted the record to reflect that. That's all. All right. Can I be pedantic for a minute? <laughs> I think parliamentarily wise, he can, especially on advice of those that were there previously, approve the minutes based on the knowledge that those that were here were not amending them. He can also abstain, choice is his, but just pointing out that uh, I don't think there's a strict rule that prohibits him from approving the minutes of a meeting that he was not in attendance of. Okay. But so noted, abstention recorded. Thank you. Uh, Next, uh, any public comments or discussion? We have nobody that signed up from the public. So uh, on to updates from my franchisees. Uh, Chris, I have you up first. Can you provide an introduction first and then uh, any update you have? Absolutely. Uh, greetings, Commission. Uh, my name is Chris Small. I'm with Comcast. Uh, I'm part of our government affairs department here. We, I cover Maryland, Virginia, parts of West Virginia, Delaware, DC. I am all over the place, but it's always a fun time being here in Loudoun County. Part of our my job, and also very similar with Louise, is we are the interface between our companies and Loudoun County for any issues that may arise on the uh, the cable front. Uh, we work to resolve them and push through resolution in a timely fashion, and we work very closely with the staff on any issues, whether it's um, boxes that need to be repaired or anything else. And that's just a quick summary of what I I work with you guys for. Um, I don't really have any new updates to provide. Anything from staff for, uh, for Chris? I do have a quick question. And so I think I brought it up last time, but I just um, want to know there's an expectation of when we'll be getting like an HD peg channel. I know that was included as part of the latest cable franchise agreement. Uh, we're ready to go. So we were just looking for how we get that done to move from SD to HD for our peg chain. Our engineering department is working on it. Um, at this point, unfortunately, I don't have a 
an update on where it is in the engineering process. But it's in process and someone's looking at it. That's I think that's good enough. I just wanted to know that it's something that's moving forward. Oh yes, they're well aware and they get weekly emails from me asking for updates. Okay. Anyone else from the commission? Chris? Thank you, sir. Appreciate you joining us. Louise, you're up. Uh, do you mind with a brief intro and then provide an update? Sure. I have I'm a seasoned veteran of dealing with Loudoun County because I started my job in 2013. So I've been working closely with the commission and the county staff. Uh, administering the FIOS TV franchise agreement. Um, so I, like Chris, I'm, I am the face of Verizon for you all as, as the commissioners who's been, who've been around for a while know, I mean, whether it's a wireless issue, a broadband issue, policy issue, um, anything that's outside my lane, I'm happy to run down who can respond in Verizon. So there you go. I'm, 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 I'm your man. Uh, the news that I do have for the commission is that the Board of Supervisors in December approved the renewal of the cable franchise agreement. The effective date was November 1st, 2023. It's a five-year agreement. Uh, you will be getting PEG and HD uh, within, I think the agreement says 270 days of the effective date. So the en engineers are starting or have been working on it. And uh, starting that process. And the other significant thing in the renewal is that we lowered the density required for obligated build from 30 to 20 um, houses per mile. So, which was a big deal. So, do you have any sense of um, how much additional um, homes passed that would impact for you based on that change? You know, I'm going to give you meaningful eye contact and say, you know, I should know that answer. Um, I think I saw a number at some point, but I don't remember what it was because it was months ago. And I'm so glad you asked me because I'll run it down for you. Excellent. Thank you. Sorry, I, I, I should have checked it. I knew you were going to ask me that. Well, it takes a while to build anyway, so I'm not expecting I know. That. I know. So maybe as an action, take that away. That'd be great. Uh, anybody have anything for Luis? A question for us? Staff. Oh, thanks, no, no, I'm happy to have questions. Thank right. you, Louise. Well, thank you. Appreciate you being here. You uh, on to um, yeah, staff updates. Yeah, I thought you were queuing me up there. I was asking if you had any questions, <laughs> but that's right behind it. So exactly. Um, the uh, Loudon Express ticketing summary. Loudon Express is the system that's available to residents to actually log in. Uh, issues they have anywhere from uh, issues with the franchisees as far as broken pedestals, restaurants, uh, what can I do with my property, things like that. So we would be tracking uh, broadband um, requests. Um, as of uh, Friday morning when we published, Comcast had six open tickets, uh, Verizon had zero. That. Um, that breakout by district is uh, Algonquian 1, Ashburn 2, Broad Run 2, Catoctin 1. That uh, takes us to 6. So the weather is changing. It's getting nicer out. So that means that when we uh, gather again next month, I expect the ticket count probably to be up around 26 to 30. And as the weather gets nice, people go out and take pictures of everything that they'd like to have fixed or broken. Any um, Lex ticket questions? So those are the 
above ground pedestals that may have been uprooted from the ground or popped open by just settling and thawing and refreezing. Yeah, so you've got the different types of the pedestals. You've got some of the larger comm units, and then you've got some uh, buried uh, vaults that uh, Verizon uses for the lid. So we've got a, an interesting mismatch. And those are all examples of the most common tickets, but that LEC system is open to a resident complaint of anything. Um, whether or not it's valid, which then gets confirmed and worked on, uh, but it does include other things as well, certainly. And uh, to your everyone's points that uh, fortunately we haven't had a lot of snow, so there wouldn't be a lot of damage from snow removal for the uh, pedestals. Uh, we'll be uh, into having all the uh, landscaping here before we know it in spring, so it'll be another opportunity. One of the things that I think that had happened um, last year was that uh, people were looking at putting up fences and things and were calling this utility and this utility would come out and take the pedestal part, pull the ground and attach to it and then go ahead and run. But they wouldn't restore what they had done. So we'll see. Uh, any other questions or comments? On um, is this is this, um, you know, broadband infrastructure for the two franchisees or does it also include you know, for the lack of a better term, the dark fiber that uh, runs underneath some of the uh, streets that might be exposed sticking up above the ground. Typically that would, uh, no, I mean, the, you might have a, an access point in front of a school or something for some dark fiber, but this would really be strictly related to the fiber for the franchisees. Okay. But yeah, Lex Ticket is a system open to any resident to submit an issue. So if there was a pedestal full of new dark fiber that was damaged and a resident noticed it, they could put in a Lex Ticket. Yeah, generally speaking, my experience in the community that I lived in, um, there were, you know, two telecommunications providers that had infrastructure yep. in the neighborhood. One took accountability for theirs, and the other was, we're done, we're not here. So the, the, the Lex ticketing system tickets off that went unanswered. So as a, as a resident, I can understand that somebody might put in a ticket and say, nothing's getting done. So hopefully the, you know, somebody is accountable for follow-up saying, hey, we looked into this. Yeah, that's exactly what we're doing right now, is we're holding staff accountable for following up with our providers as necessary. Okay. I just want to add that there are numerous um, drop downs in the LEX system, right? And if an individual DIT in particular, who Chris and I work for, get tickets that are related to broadband and pedestals, the, if if the if the ticket gets assigned to another organization, we don't see that. And therefore, we're not in an opportunity, have an opportunity to to work on those tickets. So what Chris does is pull all tickets that are assigned to DIT, and <clears throat> he captures those. We report on those on a monthly basis. Um, not everything, you know, from a county perspective, at least from DIT, we do our best if there are power issues uh, as well as broadband. But we don't have a franchise agreement with uh, the power companies. 
we do our best to reach out to contacts we may have, but it could be a best effort. But to your point, if we get a ticket, we're obligated to respond to those residents and uh, good or bad, right? We can help or we can't um, so that at least there's some closure on all those tickets. So now on this train of thought, I'm curious, um, one of the operators in the area, say Summit, um, I think they've been headquartered in Sterling. They are one of the um, providers that's in the right-of-ways, uh, putting tons of conduit in the ground, pulling lots of cable in the ground. They're not providing any broadband services. So this is all dark fiber from telecom infrastructure. And if one of them left a, whatever, a bundle of um, conduit sticking up out of the ground for a while, and a, and a um, resident complained in the LEC system, I'm assuming that wouldn't go to you guys because it has nothing to do with it would come to us. It would come to you? Yeah. Okay. It would it, specifically, it would come to me. Yeah. You, it, you see those, okay. Yeah. The, the, the flow process there is driven entirely by the drop downs on Alex tickets. Mm -hmm. So a concerned resident submitting that ticket would go, I'm looking at is it a street sign? Is it a sidewalk? Is it a curb? Is it a sewer? Is it the agriculture? IT. Is it, does this look like a communications pedestal? And so long as concerned resident says this looks like that, it. it will then get filed properly. And they, they can end up being a little bit of a conversation back and forth with the resident as well. That uh, they would actually need to provide the nearest closest address so people could actually have a frame of reference to go find these. Most of them are pretty good nowadays as far as including pictures. So get the address, see the picture, and then understand where it is behind the. They have residence home or wherever it is. So, yeah, um, always willing to learn more. Thanks. Anything else? Um, well, that'll that'll do that. Um, let me share with you the um, American Rescue Plan the board approved. ARPA funds for broadband expansion. This is where we had the RFQ that we had uh, let that Western broadband expansion. Uh, vendor selection has been completed and the contract is pending procurement release to the vendor for execution. They're going back and forth with some of the uh, pieces, not dates, just procurement as far as uh, reporting is concerned for the uh, program. So uh, hopefully that would be uh, wrapped up relatively quickly and we'll get that uh, executed down the floor as well. It's not in the public domain yet, I take it, until it's executed? Correct. Okay. Um, last item is the Virginia Telecommunications Initiative uh, batting that uh, is really in the Little River District and in Catoctin, but uh, happy to spend time with you uh, separately to go through that if you have specific questions regarding it. Um, All points continues to make progress on the project requirements supporting a 2024 start for fiber construction. They've uh, completed field validated design 424 fiber miles in Dominion Energy as approved design of 115. Uh, that would be out of the total 620 miles this plan for the system. APB has fielded um, approximately 14,000 utility poles and su submitted applications for about 4,000 uh, as of this evening. 
about 11,000 would be uh, totally planned. The, the, these are obviously going to um, uh, Dominion Energy and uh, North Virginia Electric Cooperative. The pole make ready and attachment process remained the greatest challenge to the project schedule. All points provide staff the requested uh, dev escalation letter to the uh, Department of Energy, uh, Dominion Energy, Virginia. Uh, this was um, an escalation uh, letter regarding uh, throughput, uh, regarding the application process, attachment application throughput for uh, what we're what they are doing as far as getting the um, uh, attachment approvals. Uh, and that uh, that that letter for escalation is in with county, county administration and, uh, is the process of being uh, approved and uh, determined uh, distribution for that. So those were the key items that I have. I'm sure that you all have had some additional questions. Any questions for Sam? I'm happy to hear that they are escalating their key roadblock there and getting polls approved. They've been uh, on top of and doing their best in that process, though there is certainly the concern for the project along with grant timelines um, for completing and getting through those stages. And a lot of it is waiting for attachment approvals and make ready work as necessary. So. So I'll have more to share next month. Thank you, sir. Next order of business is uh, review or outstanding action items. Aaron, can you walk us through it? We have a bunch uh, that have just been outstanding for years that we'll probably for next time, we'll go through and make a list of those that can close. Um, I did add one for the Verizon density change um, to for the report back on that. So um, I'll send this out after the meeting and next meeting, we'll probably just go through and make motions to close them all. But some of them are from 2019 and they just need to be closed. <laughs> no objection. They're passed on from a previous secretary. Sorry, we'll, we'll close them off. We'll make the sheet clean. But um, we're up to action item 249 and we have about seven or eight that are open right now. So a majority of them are closed. It's just cleaning it up. Good. Okay. Uh, introduction of new business or individual commissioner comments. Maybe we'll do them together. And uh, I'll go around. Aaron, I'll start with you. Just welcome. Um, it seems like we have a lot of seats still to fill, though. We do. It's in we process do. with the yeah. work supervisors and uh, struggling along. So, yeah. Um, we should be looking at submitting and presenting an annual report at some point this year. Uh, an update to the board of supervisors that should be added as an action item for us to start work on. I know it's a process of getting everything in alignment, getting approved, getting time. Important, so. Yeah, it's actually, um, it is called out in our bylaws. It's something that we're supposed to do annually. And I don't remember if we're actually supposed to do that in our annual meeting, <laughs> like define when, when and where we're going to do that. I hope not, because I'm not prepared to there, set that are, agenda. But I specific typically in the past, just typically in the past, as far as reference, that that would be something that would be done in the November timeframe. Yeah. 
Yes. So that way we give an opportunity to roll through the year and talk about what's been accomplished and what your focus is as we go into the next. Let's um, I like your suggestion to put that on the agenda for our next meeting to have a discussion about uh, scope and timing. Yep. Staff can share uh, the previous year's um, report to refresh everyone and to help Mr. Stone as well. Yeah, be helpful. Okay. Substances in there. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Thank you. Um, this is my first meeting. <laughs> Hopefully, it's uh, getting of a, a good, um, healthy relationship with the uh, communications commission. So, uh, just uh, trying to learn as much as I can. Be involved. Well, we're glad you're here. I'll definitely echo Aaron's comments, welcoming you here uh, to the commission. We uh, and also stress the the need for. Um, I think we have five seats out of ten filled at the moment. Um, and uh, Patrick's expired. I, I don't think he intends to stay on. And if there's a backfill, do you, do you guys have any insight into that? I was going to ask him about this evening. Did he say he'd stay on if you get head nodded? I haven't spoken. We're not sure Patrick. what's going on with Patrick. Okay. So he may or may not um, stay on for another term, but nevertheless, there's, there's plenty of uh, gaps in representation across the county and the commission. So, um, know anybody that lives somewhere else? That might be interested. Or even if they don't. Pittsburgh, Algonquin, Ashburn, Blue Ridge, or for the at large CM. Or even if they don't live somewhere else. Um, apparently, there isn't an obligation there, that you live in the county. Right. There is not a stipulation. Yeah, there's not a residency requirement. Uh, I have one thing. I, um, I could remember what committees we had remaining. Do we still have committees? Not really. Because we yeah, did we formally dissolve them. Well, that, that by virtue of not having had any meetings in about a year and a half, that kind of put them on the back so, order. As part of the cleanup, I was thinking also dissolving any existing yeah, committees we had and just having to dissolve a committee as a whole for now for any work that we need to do. Yeah, yeah, that's um, the Scapel franchise renewal basically went away. Has been completed. The legislative. Legislative review committee was a particularly productive committee with its motivated and experienced members is a relevant thing if we particularly if we see legislative needs thanks to follow. And in particular, if it starts driving uh, more of the agenda that we can put into a full at which point yeah. I mean, a full commission meeting. I'm happy to have those things here at this meeting. Good. Well, let's reflect that then in the minutes just to make sure for completeness we've dissolved. Uh, any separate committees and have absorbed them back into the committee level. Good. Um, and yeah, the other thing I was going to talk about is that I had my notes to bring up the uh, annual report to the Board of Supervisors, so you've already hit that. Uh, the agenda says next meeting is March 25. I think we adjusted that to be tentatively, what, March? 26? No, 28. 28. Uh, just as a note, that is spring break for school system. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'll not be attendance. Okay. Be down to the beach. I will be out of town. So. Okay. Uh, that could be our first virtual. We have the option to call for several virtuals. Does that help at all? 
Probably not. Okay. Okay. So, is there like a resolution that was drafted up for virtual meetings to allow a certain amount? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So could be, uh, and approved by the board. Okay. Yes. Not just for this commission, but for all committees and commissions. Yeah. 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 And and we yeah there was. Yes, and it is now reflected in our own revised bylaws that allows specifically for a quant a specified maximum quantity of virtual meetings. Uh, in the same bylaw section, it will also talk about um, uh, commissioner attendance requirements as far as excused absences. Um, is there any other governing documents beside bylaws? So, the bylaws of this commission are the governing doc, uh, document for this commission okay. in whole. Uh, the other important documents to review are both of the franchise agreements. Okay. Um, what is the uh, voting process to amend the bylaws? Should the commission want to do that? Uh, so, we can't, uh, we can propose. And this is an important thing that I was going to talk to you about actually after the meeting, uh, which is the power of this commission is incredibly limited. Uh, we are here to advise our supervisors and the best way for us to hold accountable uh, and to make progress with staff and our franchisees or to ask the tough questions and to make suggestions. That is the limit of our power. Um, to amend our own bylaws is to accept changes for ourselves and then have the Board of Supervisors accept, again, our recommendation. Yeah, in fact, um, in our current bylaws, Article 9 talks about the amendment process, which requires two-thirds uh, commission members present at any regular meeting to um, accept the uh, amendment. And then we send it to the board of supervisors for ratification. Then they do that at their monthly business meeting. Yep. Okay. So that, that's the process. Uh, if you haven't seen them, um, I can send you the link, or staff can send you the link to the bylaws. Just for it's a quick read. It's easy. Uh, pretty short. I think I may have perused them, but after sitting through a couple of meetings, I'll probably keep referring back to them. Sure. Yeah, it's good. To know. Um. Back to the agenda. Huh? That is uh, that exhausts our agenda. Motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Abstentions, objections, hearing none, it is unanimous. We are adjourned. Thank you, everybody uh, on the call. Appreciate you joining remote. And thank you, everybody here in person. <laughs>